And here we go! You're now listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, you rolled the R. Wrestling. I am the Captain Joey Savage, and as always, I drip charisma, and I spit fire, and he makes the babies cry, and the mama swoon, the talent, Corey D.L. Is it, is it like a good baby cry? No, you make babies cry because you're so daggum mean. Put the mama swoon oh. because you're so daggum good looking. All right, that's you fair. You like how that's that fair. works? Yeah, you're listening to us on Carnos FM 104.5, 106.1. It's Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. It's IRLoneStar.com. You Check us out at Facebook.com. Did you add like nine R's? Yeah. Check us out at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Go to NerdThugRadio.com. Click on the left side. There is a drop-down menu on your phone. It says Nerd Thug Sports. You can catch all the previous episodes, or Nerd Thug Wrestling, I'm sorry, and yeah. Nerd Thug Sports. They're yeah, both we're all there. on there. We're all there. Because here in Conroe, we set the bar for everyone else on radio. Okay. All right. That's right. I am the most charismatic man in all of Conroe Radio. Boom. The best. I mean. And then there's Corey. Like, I, I I'm like a 10. Oh, Lord. And you're a 9.9 to infinity. You're, you're right there. So I'm like pi? No, Pi's 3.14 of, All right, that's right. and a bunch of different random numbers. <laughs> You're 9.9. How do they decide that Pi just has like a million numbers behind know. it? Yeah, right? Like, where did that even come yeah. from? Like, what kind why of dumb did, mathematician why, thought that? Why didn't anyone stop after 3.14? But you know what? We're done here. Yeah, this is going to be it. You know, we got, we got a pretty good Pi. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, like, you ever just like, think about numbers? Like, they're just made up. The, well, all of it is, right? But then, like, somehow it's the universe. Like, like, they're like, if aliens ever come here. Math would be the universal language, and it's like really because we kind of just made it up. Yeah, but uh, actually, there was a—I mean, just super total nerd moment. There was a book, and I don't remember who, which one of the scientists wrote it, but uh, essentially, they found like throughout history, ten unconnected people, so like from civilizations that weren't connected, right? And they had the same like universal math truths that they had each discovered. So you know, you're sitting by yourself in the middle of like nowhere, stay in India. And you figure out the Pythagorean theorem, you know it's existed a thousand years, but you don't know because you've never crossed paths with it. Right, right, right. And so it's concepts like that. And so I guess, but then I don't know yeah, how many of them discovered pi. Right. Well, I mean, everyone loves pi. Yeah. But What's your is, favorite pie? Uh, actually, it's, I think we've done this before. We have. I think it's chocolate three. pie. Chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Cold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. But well, yeah, I don't understand how you get to like. The people who have like the first hundred digits of pi memorized. Yeah, like, idiot. what are you what are you doing? What are you with doing with you? <laughs> I was just about to say that. What are you doing with your life? I know all the digits of pi. No, we, you don't. We got a great wrestling show for you today. We're gonna recap Money in the Bank. We're gonna talk about what happened on Raw and SmackDown. A little bit of NXT this week because it set up some great storylines going into next week's uh, Takeover event tomorrow. All Elite Wrestling Double or Nothing is coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. Be a heck of a party to be at, right? Reality of Wrestling Zone. Kylie, Kylie Ray, Ray will be on that bill, on that a ticket. Triple threat match. Uh, yep. Uh, you yeah. can catch that on the Fight app, I believe, uh, if you want to oh, purchase it? it. Oh, okay. So uh, for purchase, though. Yeah, you can. It's purchased on pay-per-view or the Fight app, I think. So you can, you can watch it just about anywhere. So the Fight app's kind of really stepped their game up, too. Yeah, they're, they're coming up. When when to come up. when reality wrestling first got with them, we had a whole conversation where I I, I was pro fight, you were con you, fight. Yeah, I just I I it was it wasn't big enough. At Another the time. thing in wrestling that I've gotten right, well, you got wrong. I think I want to say I, I feel like you got lucky on that one just because it continued to grow. 
Yeah. It wasn't at the time it wasn't big enough to justify leaving television, but it's continued its growth. It was their opportunity to go um worldwide as opposed to local TV. Yeah, and and the fact of the matter is Fight TV has done a has delivered on the concept. Especially at a time where they were taking stuff off of YouTube because exactly. it was fighting. Exactly. So Money in the Bank, what do you think? Did you go back and watch it? I watched it the no, I, I watched it in the deer in it. You were too busy Game of Thronesing. Yeah. Uh, I honestly you know, you catch all the the highlights from Raw and all that. They cover yeah, yeah. pretty well. And other than the big twist, I didn't really. I don't think we were very accurate in our uh, our what? statements of who was winning. Well, no. we, we got Daniel Bryan right, yeah. even though it turned out it was a non-title match, which makes what no the heck. sense. We got the Samoa Joe one wrong because uh, Rey Mysterio beat Samoa Joe. Although Samoa Joe beats him in like eighteen seconds on WrestleMania, right? <laughs> and then he actually puts up a fight down that makes no sense. Um, what else went on there? Was it, was it Elias and Roman Reigns? We got the Roman Reigns one right, but it was kind of a weird another instance where Roman Reigns beats him in like ten seconds, and they have like a full length match on SmackDown two nights later. <laughs> Shane versus uh the, the Miz. Miz. Uh, Shane won by Shane won. And now all of a sudden, I guess like the Miz, like I'm done with you now. Like I'm over it. No, well the Miz won't leave him alone now. He's gonna just track him down all the time. Yeah, because uh, now they can all be on every show. Yeah, right. So by okay, so I know I know we want to go back to Money in the Bank, but Lars Sullivan came down on Raw for an interview and as he's walking down the the runway and they're playing his music on the you know, they put up the graphics and all yeah. that. He's got a SmackDown logo next to his yeah. name on Raw doing an interview you about a storyline. You know what's funny about Lars Sullivan? So this week uh WWE publicly find him yeah, 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 for yeah, bigotry yeah. statements from years past, I guess, not even recent. No, no, these were years old. And they, they find him, mm-hmm. and then on the pay-per-view, they had the Lucha House Party come out, which no one knew was happening. I think it was a buffer thing. And they said it was going to be a six-man tag match, and I was like, wait, this wasn't on the card. And while they're in the ring, Lars Sullivan comes down and beats up a bunch of Hispanics. So <laughs> here we go. Twitter blew up. Oh, great. Let's have Lars beat up a bunch of minorities on television. But, but it, <laughs> it fits with his character, right? <laughs> it it was just would have been great if he had just said, you're not wide enough from WWE. But, like, I don't know. Not great, like, as in I like it, but, like, it's great for, like, the <laughs> terrible storytelling they're doing there. Right. Uh, but so... Did you hear why? Did you hear why they find him? Uh-uh, I didn't read it. I didn't so care. his contract is set up in such a way, which, by the way, get an agent. Uh, it was set up in such a way that he can be fined for old stuff. So they did that because, A, they like him and didn't want to fire him, but, B, they wanted the sponsors to know that they took it seriously. Oh, man, took it seriously. So they, yeah. they real-life find him. Like, this isn't like WWE no. fake... Roman Reigns got fined ten grand for punching Vince McMahon. This yeah. is real life. Lars Sullivan really was fined a hundred grand, which was apparently more than he made last year with NXT. Yeah, those NXT contracts aren't. Well, so what do they do there? Are they docking his paycheck? I guess we're gonna take it out and we we're gonna break it down into uh, weekly checks. Well, how would that make you feel if like you got your t-shirt? Because you know they get a t-shirt check every month yeah. too for the merch that sells while they're out there. If they hand them like. You know how when you wait tables, you get a you get a pay stub and not a check, and it says all over, this is not a check, $0. Yeah, yeah. And on the pay stub, it shows the math where you earned $110, and then taxes were 600 and so you're you're broke again? Yeah. Um, if you're Lars Sullivan and they hand you like, a, hey, you sold 20 grand in shirts this month, 
but you owe us a hundred, so we kept the twenty. Yeah, <laughs> this is not a. I'm check. like, wait a minute, can we just take it out and like deferred payments? <laughs> can I just do like five grand a month for twenty months? No, you may not be here that long. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's true. Um, match of the night, definitely AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's got to be the 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 men's ladder match. No, that men's ladder match. No, it was terrible. I like no, there were some spots. Not, yeah, there, there were some, some spots. spots. It was here's why I'm not going to put that one in there. Okay. A they had so big reveal. What do you do? Brock Lesnar's back and apparently inserted himself into the Money in the Bank and won after he wasn't even like didn't come down at all. Yeah, I think they could have done a better job of selling the concept that like there's an open spot. Right. And so you had these other seven guys like doing these crazy stunts, putting their bodies on the line, and then Brock just comes down, pushes the ladder, climbs it up, and grabs it. The finish made it crappy, therefore not the match. Of See, the night. I don't think the finish makes it crappy. I think the finish is a, is because you always crappy storytelling. I, I think I which think was, for me goes into matches. Well, sure, but I think there was a failure on the announcer's part to properly explain there was an open spot. But I don't think that that Brock Lesnar as like a hunter for a title is a really interesting. That is interesting, but the take. way it played out didn't work. Right. Now, m- the women's money in the bank ladder match, although the lap match itself I didn't think was that great. They had some spots they didn't really... The women's lately have had, like, all their big matches have had these weird botches, right? It, it wasn't even botches. It was just the fact that, and we're going to spill over, so we'll talk more in the next one. But it was like, at one point, Mandy Rose... So, Carmella apparently got hurt, and so then they take her off. Right. And so then Mandy Rose like the last person standing, and there's nobody around her. So, she literally just has to climb the ladder... And pull the briefcase down. But then all of a sudden she sees Carmella walking, like, hob comes out and is, like, hobbling. And so instead of just going up and getting the briefcase, she decides, I'm going to exit ring, run all the way up the ramp, and then attack her. I'll say this, though. Stupid. When I play Overwatch, there are always characters, and pl- or other players, I should say, who forget the objective of the map. Maybe that's the thing you're going for? The cool part about it was you did have a point where Sonya put Mandy Rose on her shoulders and climbed up the ladder, and then they get to the ladder, and then Bailey comes out of nowhere, sprints up the thing, and then just, like, looks at her. And Mandy's, like, head goes up, and they're, like, staring at each other, like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? Like, instead of, like, let me just throw a punch here. Let me hit her. Like, oh, no, you scared, you spooked me. <laughs> and then pumps it off, and uh, Bailey grabs the, uh, the money in the bank contract and, the thing and she I wins the thing i don't like about uh, about i don't have a problem with bailey winning the thing i don't like is that they did the exact same thing last year with the women's money in the bank were or yeah last year where alexa cashed in and then turned around and in, in the in the same pay-per-view cashed in the, the i like title. see i i like i like that move i like the move but, if you're, bank. but you do it two years in a row yeah why not I mean, Be- because it's lazy. Yeah. Hey, what did we do last year? Bailey, you want to do the same thing? It kind of worked last year. But it kind of it, it fitted. Fitted? Is that right? Word? No, that? no. It fit well. Yes. In this uh, scenario. <laughs> Oof, my bad. I mean, my scenario. But it, there's some rap for yeah, you. I like it. Uh, but Charlotte's already had the title cashed in on her and taken before. Like, just have the Iconics go out and beat her up again. She like, uh, just re- just was she nine totally, time ten time champion now? Just total yeah for an hour for thirty seconds, <laughs> ten minutes. Like the ripoff effect for the storyline for the women's SmackDown title was so sad. No, it wasn't. I mean, when you watch it, like the crowd goes insane for it. They got the pop that they wanted and the results they've got for it. It worked. 
When it doesn't work, then you'd be like, oh, yeah, trash. But the pop they got and the results well, from yeah, the it. Crowd was, the crowd was thrilled for that instant, but that's because two titles change hands within the space of. Well, the, I the, mean, that's exciting. The people like Bailey. Yeah. Yes, they do. Let's jump out to break. We come back. We'll wrap up what happened at the women's. Becky Two Belts is no more. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. This is Rudy Townjanovitz, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling, a.k.a. N-T-W. Hey, before we uh, talk about Becky One Belt, uh, (laughs) Corey TLG, do you want to tell our friends about The Adventure Begins, comics and more? That's right. The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more is on 1488. Uh, They're an awesome, clean, well-lit place. I now officially have signed up for my box. I have not. Uh, The staff is awesome. They're very friendly. Uh, They're knowledgeable. Uh, the owner, Bill, is a great guy. Uh, you want to get out there to the Adventure Begins on 1488. Uh, they've got uh, Dungeons & Dragons Adventures League on Sundays. They have cosplay crafting nights. They have trivia nights. Um, they just announced bi-weekly Magic the Gathering Commander. Um, Commander? Never played it. Uh, Commander's actually really cool. You get a 100-card deck, but you can't repeat a single card other how than How am I in Commander? She commands me. <laughs> and then you get to have a general. And no matter how many times the general gets killed, if you pay more, you get to bring him back. Okay. And he, and so, like, you want to you purposely pick, like, a super powerful character, obviously. It's, it's a really interesting, because, um, like, it's a four-player battle. So it's really intriguing. Um, that's how I've always played it. I guess you could play two verse or one verse one too. Um, then they've got a lot of other stuff going on, but most importantly, it's a great place to go. They got a lot of the gaming. They got the demo gaming. They do the hero clicks. They do all kinds of great stuff there. So what you want to do is you want to get out there on fourteen eighty eight and get your nerd on with the adventure begins, comics, games, and more. Where the adventure begins. It begins. Begins. So the first uh, Becky Two Belts pay per view began last week, and it ended with her being <sighs> Becky One Belt. Um, it's so, dumb, right? Yeah, I didn't. I'm torn because I like, I like uh, the money the bank was already cashed in because now we don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, it got a huge pop, but I don't. I'm I, happy for Bailey, but I think like you're looking at that wrong. Like I think the money in the bank thing, the purpose is to give someone else a pop for a whole year while you have a champ. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't happen that way. Sometimes they hold on to it. it's whatever the story's going on. I don't know. Um, I really didn't like the fact that they. I didn't like the fact that they let that they took both belts away from her. Like that's, I don't think they let it run far enough. Um, well, they only took one belt. Away yeah, just her. one belt. But it would have been yeah. cool, like her running Becky two belts for a while. Yeah, the two belts range should have been longer. Now she's Becky red belt. Um, but at the same time, like I don't know. I mean, up until they had that signing the week before, Charlotte and Lacey Evans showed no sign of like helping each other. 
Right. And then Lacey Evans loses, and that match looked really well, by the way. Like, Lacey Evans looks good in the ring. Like, I'll give her that. They made a good call. Like, she well, she, she look, looks legit. She looks great in the, uh, the yeah. Women's Royal Rumble, too. She looks legit. Uh, but then they did the cool thing with having Charlotte come right out. Like, let's start this right now. Like, so the challenger gets to decide when the champion goes. Like, shouldn't the champion, like, no, I'm going to take a break. Becky being the fighting champion that she is, she's like, all right, let's do it right now. Yeah, I'm in. And so they're going well, and then Lacey Evans comes down and, like, takes a cheap shot at, at – that her and cost her the title, so it's like now they're friends, I guess. These two blondes that well, look like twins—they don't have to be friends so much as I could see like common enemy. Yeah, crap. well, yeah. If 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 I'm Lacey Evans and I lost my title because Becky Lynch is so ba, yeah, let me run down and just. And so they start beating her up, and then Bailey comes out to make the save, and then Charlotte kind of gets the upper hand, and then Bailey sideswipes and throws her into the turnbuckle and says, "I'm gonna cash in," and pins her, and actually gets an elbow drop, then pins her. Now we have her as the SmackDown champion. So, okay. Here we go. Let's yeah, I, that's that's where I lose it. Like, I would have liked to have seen sh- Becky two belts longer. Yeah, first of all, yes. I think I think she should have survived at least one baby. Well, here's well here's the here's the swerve here, right? This is probably why it's got a huge pop. A, everyone likes Bailey. B, for whatever reason, uh, Charlotte Flair, as great as she is, the greatest female wrestler of all time. It's kind of turned into that Roman Reigns-esque in the universe where, like, the fans are like, you always push her. Like, she got put into the WrestleMania match, and people were, like, upset about that. So then they gave her the belt. So I'm sure people were like, what the heck, man? Now we got more Charlotte, like, ten times, nine times, whatever it is. And then they take it away from her right away. That's why I got the pop. I mean, Bailey was involved. But now it's like, okay, how do you write the story from here? And that's always my thing. When you do something, yeah, like, exactly. how does the story continue? Because... Long form storytelling in wrestling is what makes wrestling so great. So, like, if you're gonna do something, what's the when something happens at Money in the Bank? What's the payoff by SummerSlam? What's the payoff by here? You know what I mean? So right, right. If that's not factored in and there's not a good story that leads up to that, then I'm just gonna be like, Egh. yeah. If it doesn't feel like there's somewhere natural for it to go, and so like even right away on. So come back to the next pay per view. The next pay per view, if Bailey loses, I'm like that was the dumbest thing they ever did. Well, even right away, if I think it was, I guess it was SmackDown, I guess where the 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 two champs had a tag match against Charlotte and Lacey. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as they're sitting there cutting a promo about Charlotte and Lacey, Becky's like, "And don't forget, I'm coming for my belt soon enough." And it's like, um, "I'm coming back for my blue belt." Right, and it's and it's like, then why did we like why did yeah. we get here? So like, if the two champs Next feud, that's annoying. Yeah, that that that's now if Becky has to like defend her title at one pay per view and then fight Bailey for the her title, that would be okay with me. I'll take hey look, I'll take more Becky. I'll take Becky in two matches over like most of what they got going on right now. But okay, so 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 rewind to this. Sure. So Sasha Banks at home pouting. Well, but but I think justifiably so. But so so Sasha Banks is. Her and Bailey are the tag champs. Yes. They then decide almost immediately after one pay-per-view to take the belts from them. They defended it once, and then they lost it in a fatal four And then within two pay-per-views, Bailey is now the SmackDown Women's Champion? Yeah. That's almost just an insult to everything Sasha Banks was talking about, right? No. So you think this was the plan the whole time? I don't know if it was the plan the whole time. What would have been great, the Iconics since they won haven't really defended their belts. At all. And I don't think, and one of the reasons I think is because there's not really a formidable tag team to defend against. Because, so Nia, Nia went out. That, but isn't that short-sighted on their part? Like, why create a tag team if well, you don't have a tag team division? Well, they have a tag team division. And then you break up they, Sasha and Bailey. But then, you, they didn't break up. 
she stepped away. She's like, I'm done. Like, I'm 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 holding out because yeah, I'm, because I'm they took the belts from but, them. Yeah. Okay. You lose a belt. Like this is wrestling. Like it's not like you. It's not like you actually beat her for it. Like this is storytelling. Okay, but is it? But isn't it true that a lot of times there are some really great? I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin thought it was dumb to lose his belt to Brock Lesnar, so he so he pitched a fit, and he was well, correct. He, it wasn't him losing his belt. He they wanted him to they wanted him to lose to Brock at King of the Ring, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." Right, and he was right, and he walked away, and Brock became a big deal, and Stone Cold never really returned to wrestling. But he, but at the time, he like it 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 doesn't it didn't work in the. In it, the it, there's a comes a time whenever you've been. And the men, I'm going to say different because with the women, this has been huge women's evolution. Right. Right. They're pushing women. So you've got Sasha. You've got Bailey. And Sasha's you've got one Charlie. Of the, but Sasha's one Becky. of those people who's. They created it. it. They've yeah, earned it. Absolutely. Now it's. it's They only earned it because people like Lita and Trish Stratus and Beth Phoenix and those people cut their teeth and grinded and kind of paved no, the way. For, yes, gonna, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm going to stop. No, no, no. You're no, not going to no, no. stop me. Paved the way for them. They set you up so that now you can come in and change the game. It's on you to grow this woman's evolution by helping put over other people. No one wants to see the same four people all the time. You're we're already tired of seeing Charlotte as the champion. But, you're just now saying, "Oh, but, Bailey's champion again." But the like, we're tired of seeing the same no, stuff. No, but I wasn't complaining about people. I wasn't complaining about Bailey being the champion. Also, Sasha and Bailey haven't been on the scene for a for a minute. They've been in the background for a little while. Matter of fact, when they announced them as a tag team, you were almost kind of like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that they were even on the roster." And they created it. They created the tag team titles, and they're like, "Hey, like we should team up because like we should do this." Now, part of the issue with the tag belts, and you're starting to kind of figure some of this stuff out right after WrestleMania. Nia Jax needed like double AC, ACL surgery, so her tag team's off the shelf. Ruby Riot just went in for one soldier shoulder surgery. She's about to have to have another one, so she's kind of put on the shelves. Okay, so there are two tag teams that you lost. So, but there's the WWE decision making blowing up in their face because Liv Morgan, you know, Liv Morgan and the other one, uh, were were one of your tag teams, and then from there, from there, Liv Morgan and what was her what is her name? The uh, Sarah Logan. Yeah, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan were one of your tag teams, and then from there, the other issue is. There were other tag teams, and they there, broke there them were, up. There they were. There were. They broke those tag I teams. Almost, Where I, have we seen Liv Morgan on SmackDown at all? Not yet. I don't at know if she's all. nursing anything either. Like, I no, see, she was just She was just on the uh, on I the see, European tour. She was I taking see some pictures. stuff here, but like, I really wholeheartedly feel, felt like you drop it there at the title. You push these two. Okay, here's a legit tag team. And then they can come. Maybe they were supposed to fight or start some program, and Sasha's like, no, I'm not doing that. Well, we'll but, never know. But why right? not? We'll never know. But but why not hear Sasha out and at least program the iconic Sasha Bailey rivalry longer than one event? Well, it wasn't really a rivalry. There was four women, two from each side, in the the thing, and then the iconics ended up winning. You it, you kind of nailed it. It wasn't even a rivalry. Like no. you could have had a rivalry for your first. No, they're not going to do belt a drop. You go into WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, maybe they could have won it, but like I don't think anyone. Part of the thing too, when you get with with certain wrestlers, so you have someone like the iconics. I don't think anyone's going to buy the fact that in a one-on-one match versus Sasha and Bailey, they're going to win. When you win it, we win that match. We were like, "There's no way they're going to win." Right, the dude would be right. like, so awesome. But like, I could see Nia winning because they're very, you know. Okay, but whatever. so even if you, but even if you have them chase like they did with the revival on Raw, where the Raw, yeah. the revival had four tag tag team championship matches in a row, lost three of them, won the fourth, that and immediately dumb. ended the rivalry. Yeah, that so was dumb. if you're willing to be that dumb with the men's well, tag just titles, dumb. they're just dumb, dumb writing. But. But it's that's all why, done right. But that's why I think I, that's why I'm with Sasha on. Like, I'm not. 
I would. I'm, I'm not with Sasha on the right. I'm with Sasha because part of her complaint was that they took the belts away from her. Which okay, yeah. great. If you took the belts away from you, and now to her credit, the only way I might credit her in the slightest, in the slightest, if they took the belts away from her, but she knew the writing for the next few months. Because they just said, if they just took the belts away and like she's like, oh, I'm ticked off. I didn't realize, hey, this is what could happen here, here, and here. Hey, this is what we have for you going here, here, and here. Then she's an idiot. Now, if she knew what was coming up and then walked away, which well, I'll sure, never know. I'm sure they had a conversation eh, with her where they're okay going, hey, we're going to drop the belts. And she's like, oh, well, what's next? And they go, uh, we think we're going to do this. And she's like, that sounds Well, I mean, because apparently they knew they were dropping the belts going in. But Name then, a spot where Sasha would have fit in in the story right here where it would have, you would have been, if you were Sasha, okay. Like winning the money in the bank and then beating Becky Lynch, that, that could have been her. I mean, but the only could reason, it, but the only reason it's her or Bailey is because they had to drop the tag titles, and only one of them gets it. Okay. So if I'm Sasha, let's both be tag champs. Why? I mean, they're they're friends, but they're not friends. Like they had a, a their own rivalry forever. Like Sasha they, has no, always I agree with that part. And Sasha has always been the person. Like out of the four of them, she's always been the one that's kind of wanted to be the loner. Out, uh, of, out of the four, I don't, of them. I don't know about that. Charlotte, have you watched any of NXT? No, no, but but what they've done out here is Charlotte was forever by herself and seemed real happy about it. She's the it. greatest wrestler of all time. But oh. she wasn't by herself because she had Dana Brooke with her for a long time. And then her and uh, Becky Lynch had their own little, like, tag team where they were friends again they for a long friends, time. They were friends, but Charlotte... They were friends and they tagged together for a long time. But Charlotte was super happy being the champ by herself. We guys are about to break. When we come back, let's cover up what happened on Raw. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. He's Corey DLG. No, we talked about this. I don't understand. You're the talent, Corey DLG. I mean, I'm the incredibly talented. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Cor- Corey DLG? <sighs> You're the worst. Oh, I don't understand. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> I'm such a comedy act now. <laughs> Uh, you're listening to us on Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at. IRLoneStar.com. Listen, I'm so professional. I'm Listen, dying here. You're not dying. You've been sleeping on your couch for the I'm, last four days. I'm dying. When's the last time you left the house? Yesterday. To go help somebody. But like. Yeah. I was going when's the last day. time you like literally like left the house? For what purpose? I guess if helping doesn't count. Yeah, helping doesn't count. Because <laughs> you you didn't do that out of your own goodness. Like someone told you to go help. No, okay, I was I it was suggested, and I said it would be nice to help. I'm a I'm a great human being. I'm a saint. <sighs> That's a far fetched statement. Saint um, Corey DLG. Let's talk about my friend, the nerd ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. I wasn't going to mention him in this segment, but then you said saint, and he's kind of like a saint. So I'm going to mention them now. If you uh, go to Conroe. Or Magnolia, you live in those areas. He's got two convenient locations for you. There's one in Conroe off the North Loop 336 next to the Academy there. Shameless plug for them. And there's one on FM 1488 just down the street from the Adventure Begins Comics and More. Double plug for them. (laughs) Uh, So uh, they've got all kinds of uh, stuff for you. They've got self-defense classes. They've got Tai Chi. They've got adult 
um, fitness classes. Summer's coming up. There's summer camps going on. They've got anything and everything that you might need to get your fitness journey started. If you mention Nerdthug Radio, you'll get two free weeks of training. Go in and see my friend, the Nerd Ninja. Tell him we sent you because at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders, we teach life skills, and we leave a legacy. So in the middle of uh, Money in the Bank, they announced that Mick Foley would be on Monday Night Raw announcing a new belt. Everyone was convinced it was going to be some hardcore belt because it's Mick Foley. Right. Turns out it's the new 24-7 champ. It's kind of a hardcore belt. Similar, because but not Because falls count anywhere, so it's non-DQ. Yeah. So you, you could go it's, it's, hardcore. It's them calling it a hardcore belt without calling it the hardcore belt well, listen, for TV. Yeah, exactly. You're about to be on Fox. You're on. Because it's PG. You're, yeah, exactly. So you're not going you're gonna, to you're call it the do whatever you want to this guy to win his title. Yeah. Um, so it's been, so you made the statement, like, how long is it going to be relevant and is it going to be fun? Well, continue specifically. So between Raw and SmackDown, it was, it, the entire thing was a comedy bit. Also, was there ever a sadder pop than when he unveiled the belt? Well, they didn't like the way it looked. It's ugly. It's ugly. It's it's gross ugly. It looks like, it looks like someone's cheap knockoff of a Rolex. Like it's not a good looking belt. Then beyond that. The whole thing was just a bit, right? Like the whole... It's a bit belt. It's right. And so the only, the only thing that's kind of comical about it now, and you're right, like I don't know if I'll still be laughing about it in three months. Right. But like if now three months these... from now, uh, EC3 is hiding in the women's locker room Not with the, with the belt stashed, up, stashed under his arm, hiding behind a trash can. Is this still going to be funny to be champion? Well, that well, the funny part to me is now they're like starting to drum up interest through Twitter and social media. Yeah. So like our truth is on like social media and he's posting these videos he's like it's day 3 and I'm still still champ. Uh, I've been hiding out here and then like Drake Maverick uh before I guess 205 live maybe was like standing outside of the stadium and he had made wanted posters like have you seen this person and he was like passing it out to everybody like if you see this guy please notify me. It's like because they they're evolving social media a little bit like to me it's comical and it's kind of fun and it's a step back from like everything else and they're letting I don't know if they're writing this or they're just letting these wrestlers like do their have own stuff fun, fun yeah. with it, which is, you know, a lot of times the wrestlers you know, have better ideas than the writers do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, and it's just uh, it's kind of fun. But you're right. I don't know if in, th- if in three months from now, if I'm going to be like, this is really good still. Or if I'm like, all right, I'm kind of tired of of this. Well, like it's going to be it's going to be dependent upon how well the wrestlers keep selling it on social media. Well, Carmella was literally in the middle of a pretty good match against Mandy Rose on SmackDown. And then uh, everybody just everybody sh- storms the ring yeah, looking for our yeah. truth. Interrupt, babe. We gotta go. So talk to me about the women's revolution and tell me how important it is that the women get a they fair opportunity. This? And then they interrupt. No, the you're match right. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty evident. So Sasha Banks on, score ba- one more. Come on, baby. And a Sasha Banks negative twelve. You've got a ways to go to get back in my mind. I just, I mean, it doesn't. I just don't know that. First of all, the, the the execution. I mean, do do you really want to introduce a belt that is just immediately a joke? I think the premise and the idea is fun, and it could be good. And, and a lot of the wrestlers enjoy it. Even some of the people who aren't wrestlers anymore, like this is kind of a, a different cool idea. I think where they missed the mark was unveiling a pretty crappy looking belt. Like it didn't <sighs> look very good. First of all, all, real ugly. 
Plus, real ugly. people were still pissed off about the Brock Lesnar thing from the night before, so like that didn't do anything to change their mind from that as well. Although it has been fun seeing Brock kind of like uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Like, like hunt these two like over a the shark past? in the water. Yeah. Also, I think it was kind of a cool thing for both champs to be like, "All right, Brock, if you want to cash it in, cash it in right now. Let's do it. Let's and, go for it. Let's and go." Co- and Kofi's like, "If you cash it in at all, I'm going to have to ask that you cash it in on me." <laughs> like, I think that I think I think this is a better use of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, no, for sure. Than giving him a title, like you were kind of talking about as it happened. We had it on on mute while we. And did I was, it I was like, radio. "This is not the bad, the worst thing that could happen." And you were like, "Honestly, this lets him come and go as he pleases because right? he won't be on every Raw going. I might fight you. He won't be on every SmackDown yep. going. I might fight you. You but could just have him pop up and be like, I'm yeah. here once or twice a month.' Just mm. go. Mm, nah, not today. Not today." And you're right. That is a great way to do it. And if I'm Brock Lesnar, I take an extra flight in. I I do I do a five minute promo and I go back to Vegas and party it out or whatever is going on. Go in find life. Sable and you know have uh, some fun. Whatever's happening. Um, but can we talk about the best thing that happened on Monday and Tuesday? Let's the try. absolute best thing that happened on Monday and Tuesday. What do you got? The return of Dolph Ziggler. Dolph has returned. He cut cut the worst promo. I love me some Dolph Ziggler. I I, listen. I like Dolph Ziggler. He's great to watch matches. He cut the worst promo (laughs) the next night. It should have been me. So I have to beat him up to take back my title. But the whole, the whole, um, also not his title. uh, The whole premise, I think. So the Super Show in Saudi Arabia is coming up. Um, and Sami Zayn doesn't go. Nope. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Syria have some stuff going on. He's his native home is Syria. Uh, John Cena has said he's not. He will not go back to Saudi Arabia. He can't afford to. The guy's in too much stuff to be and able to be critical. Apparently, Kevin Owens has said I'm not going back to Saudi Arabia either. Whether that's because he doesn't want to, or just because he's now backing his best friend in real life, Sami Zayn. And so it's like, well, what do we do? Who's going to fight Kofi? And like, oh, let's just bring Dolph back. We still have him under contract, so let's just bring him back and. Have him do a one-off with Kofi, and Kofi keep his belt, and then Dolph can go back to doing his stand-up comedy, and we'll pick is, up where we left is off. Is that what he's doing yeah. right now? Stand-up comedy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I've never seen this. I don't know how funny or how not funny he is, but yeah, he's and it's. I mean, what, but, what is the purpose of doing stand-up comedy if you're a wrestler? And by this, I mean you're already on TV and famous, selling T-shirts. Yeah, I just don't think. I mean, it's something he wants to do, I guess, okay. and he just doesn't want okay, well, to wrestle all the time. I don't know, but. I don't know. So, like, CM Punk, when he wanted to do other stuff, he just, he did other stuff, but he was still CM Punk for a little while. Like, he was writing for for Marvel Comics while he was still wrestling. Yeah. Um, and so, Dolph Ziggler could, I mean, he could he could be a writer on a, on a, on a show, like on a sketch comedy well, show or on something. Maybe, maybe he wants to do it himself. He wants to stand up in front of people and make them laugh. Make me laugh, funny man. Make me laugh. I don't know. So that's what he's been doing. He wants to be almost as famous as he is as a wrestler. Like that's what I don't understand. I don't think it's him wanting to be famous. I think he just wants to do stand up comedy. That's what he likes to do. Like I guess he's done some guest spots on some like political shows too, like in the past. I don't know. When he was still a wrestler. So I just think he I don't know, he just got some different ideas and has the money to do it. Like, hey, why not? I'll fund it myself and see what happens. I don't know. Who yeah, all right, who knows? But um how much time do we have left? We have another segment left? We have three minutes in a segment. Oh, okay. So, Did you uh, just get, like, tired? No, I was like, man, well, what am I going to talk about? Do I have enough time to talk about all these okay, things? Okay, all right. Um, what, I mean, anything else happened on, on Raw or SmackDown that you were like, that was pretty good this well, week? Well, let's talk about Saudi Arabia right here while we've got a couple sure, minutes. Sure, go for um, it. They showed two television promos that neither, neither none of the wrestlers have cut. 
where they advertised the Undertaker Goldberg match. And then they advertised a Triple H Randy Orton match. None of that makes any sense because A, Triple H has been on both shows. Randy Orton was just on Money in the Bank. They could cut their own promo. Yeah, they could. They could cut their own promo. So why are we doing the in a world where like don't give me the movie trailer? You've got the two guys there. Show me, don't tell me. No, they want this to be movie esque. Right. They're gonna tell Part me. of it is, as we know, as we talked about this last year when they went there. Uh, the Saudi prince or whoever's putting it on, he's like, I want to see these guys wrestle. So I'm what, sure did, you notice, like, did you notice the logo? Uh-uh. It's, it's the old style block letters. Oh, is it? The WWE? Yeah. It's the old, it's the old gold style. Where, remember when he used yeah, yeah, when yeah. it was WWF and it was the gold two W's and yeah, the yeah. F on the side? Right, right. It's the gold two W's back. Um, but yeah, I think he's like, you know what? I really want to see Goldberg and Undertaker go at it. And like, I want to see Triple H versus Randy Orton. I guess if you're writing, uh, you know, a, a four hundred dollar, a four hundred million dollar check, or you tell them who you want to see. Yeah, I want to make, I want this to happen. You want, you want to do a show here, and make all this money. Like, I want to see these guys go at it. Well, what did Jericho say when he flew out for last year's? That like he's in the Royal Rumble for like seven minutes or something, and it was one of the biggest checks he's ever gotten yeah. for for an event. Yeah, and, and they flew him in. He was in Japan. Doing a Fozzie show, they flew him into Saudi Arabia. He did his thing, and they flew him back. He he spent like, one night in Dubai. They said <laughs> like the biggest check he's ever made, like in WWE. How does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know how any of it makes sense. I just don't. As I, much as I've watched wrestling and I read and stuff, like the contracts and stuff, like it's still like uh, not easy to understand how everything works most of the time. Well, I mean, part of it I get. It's just. It's specifically the Saudi Arabia stuff that I don't understand because you don't usually see a company be so obviously money-based. Well, that one's money-based. Yeah, it's 100% money-based. And, like, everyone else was pulling out of Saudi Arabian-related stuff last year because of the controversy. Like, and the WWE, us. like, everyone was waiting for the WWE to make some kind of statement. And they're like, nope, uh, there's a lot of money there. Yeah. You're cutting us a fat check. This is going to cover, like, the network cost and, for the whole year. And then they went back again this year. Oh, well, dude, hey, we'll cut you that check again. All right. Okay. Global All expansion right. at its finest, <laughs> a.k.a. the dollar talks. And, and there were some people on Twitter, and we'll get out of here with this, that were, like, criticizing. They're like, I'm not a wrestling fan, but how can anyone who is a wrestling fan justify WWE going to Saudi Arabia and still be a WWE fan? And the reality is, like, Every company makes poor decisions at some point or does something right. stupid at some point. It's just a reality that, like... Saudi fans are fans, too. They're people. Yeah. It's it's not a whole lot of Saudi fans, though. It's specifically one fan. Yeah, but the place sells out. I mean, the whole place was packed last year. Now, the women and men had to sit in separate areas, <laughs> but it was sold out. Let's jump out to break. When we come back, we'll wrap up this edition of Nerd Thug Wrestling. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. (laughs) 
Welcome back to NTW. I hate when you do that. I'm the most charismatic man in all of Conroe Radio, a.k.a. the most electrifying man on radio, a.k.a. the Captain Joey Savage, a.k.a. Fighting the Madness, a.k.a. my sidekick, the talented Corey DLG. So are you one of these... A.k.a. he makes babies cry and mama swoon. Do you, maybe you just don't know what A.k.a. means. Also known as. Okay, so you under the impression that somebody sees you walking down the street and goes, there's Fight the Madness. Yeah, they do. I don't. All the time. It's weird. Like, like, (laughs) you must have heard me on Conroe's radio, right? Like, yeah, Fight the Madness, man. Whoa. And then they're like, I'm going back to fourth grade. (laughs) Still. So um, I don't. We're not gonna touch too much on Double or Nothing. It comes this weekend. Next week we'll we'll recap it. And I do want to touch on one thing about AEW. Go for it. No. Okay. Um. So they've announced that Hangman Page and Pac are off due to <sighs> creative differences, which is weird because they announced it, but then so after they announced it, he went and he still cut the promo and he went and confronted him in England at a event that he was at. So Pac was doing an event in Nottingham. Yeah. That's so cool that there's a Nottingham, like, in real life. It's so fun <laughs> to say. So he was doing a real-life event in Nottingham, and his opponent, like, didn't show. So I guess he issued an open challenge, and then Paige shows up to confront him, and then they have a wrestling match. Yeah. And then the All Elite guys on, like, Being the Elite or Road to Noble Nothing, they show that match on their YouTube channel. So I don't know if it's a swerve or if it's really going to happen. No, it's – yeah. I, so here's, here's I don't the know. deal. It's exactly what I talked about in the very beginning, where it sounds great on paper for creatives to be in control. Let's 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 nerd the radio this real quick. Image Comics was one of was the third largest publisher in all of comic books, but they were putting out like five books a month. But they were doing tons of variant covers and all sorts of promotion stuff and all sorts of excitement. But when it came down to actually being a publisher, for a long time they struggled because they were just artists. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean they weren't ready to be a comic book company because they were basically just artists figuring out the rest of the business. When you sit down and you tell wrestlers, listen, man, you know your business better than writers from other industries. And they go, yes, we do. And you go, listen, man, I hear you, and I want to to let you make the best product possible. They're like, great. And then you go, but there's two of you in the match, and only one of you can be the winner. Now let's talk it out. It's not always going to be no, roses but and rose petals. And so, so I can easily see Pac and Hangman Page, both people with legitimate resumes, both people with legitimate experience and background and momentum. They're both indie names. And so then when you sit down and you've got to pitch one of them to be the loser and one of them to be the winner, it, it's not always going to work out to where both no, sides go, it, yeah, I'm in. It's not always going to work out. But to their credit, if, all, if Double or Nothing comes out and is a – tremendous, awesome, excellent event, and there was just this one match that couldn't... That doesn't make them a failure. No, no, I don't think it does, but I think it's I think it's the problem they're going to face more and more yeah, and will. more. Yeah, definitely. Especially when you get to a weekly show. So here's yeah. the thing. When, uh, when Rhino is complaining that he's been, you know, a seven-year loser on WWE, he's 100% right, but the reason he's a seven-year loser is because someone's got to lose. Yeah, someone Someone's, has to. Someone has to lose. There has to be losers, so there can be winners. And when Ryback's like, they pay the winners more than losers, that part I agree is unfair because they pick winners and losers. Yeah, because they do write it. So they should pay them equally. Like, it shouldn't... Saying that someone's a better wrestler than the other one is fine. Like, hey, you you have more draw, so you're worth more to me. 
per match. But like if But then going winners get paid and losers get yeah, paid less, no. that's stupid. If they say, look, Ryback, we're gonna put you in a match with Cena, but Cena's a huge draw, so he's gonna get a hundred K for this and you're gonna lose and you're gonna get fifty K, like you should be happy with that. Like I'm getting in the ring with this guy. Right. But if it's like Ryback and Rhino, who are like pretty equivalent, and they're like, "Hey, Absolutely, listen, yeah. we did the coin flip. Rhino, you're gonna win. You're gonna get fifty k, and Ryback, you're gonna get twenty five. Or like, if you just no. say both of you are getting thirty for wrestling, but the winner gets a ten thousand dollar bonus, and by the way, the winner is, and then you do a coin toss, and oh, Rhino's getting ten thousand extra. Yeah, no, yeah, that I have a problem with. Yeah, but but the but what I mean is now that they're transitioning to the weekly monster of this, yeah, they're gonna have to figure out. How do the storylines well, go, and how do they end? Who's willing to take the fall? And while there are always guys in the industry who are like, listen, I need the exposure. I'm willing to be the guy who chases for three months and then loses. Right, right. Eventually, that guy it's, at some point does want to pay off. It's going to be, and we've talked about this, we want to see how the, the writing works on a weekly episodic you know, show. Yeah. But it's going to be a situation where, is it, is it um, the fact that there's wrestlers writing, but the rest the writing room is Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks? Or is the writing room where it's WCW where every wrestler has a say? Because if you go that route, it is going to be tough. Now, if it's just, hey, here's five guys that are wrestlers and they're they're you know doing the thing. Well, but if you go that route, that's a, it's not it might not be as easy, but it's going to be better if they're like we're just going to give everybody a say. Well, yeah, you have to have a central voice. But even if even if the central voice is wrestlers at some point someone they pick against is going to get frustrated yeah you know and, and that's that's part of doing business yeah you know it's that but that's frankly. why but that's why i wasn't necessarily moved by the arguments that they make when they're like yeah but you know tony khan is gonna fund it but we're gonna run it and it's like okay wrestlers gonna, are running it you're gonna hit the exact same walls at the wwe at some point right again like the first six months it might be great yeah, it might because be it's new out. And that's what we both have said. Like, let's see what happens by this point. But now, now I don't year. think it's even six months because here it is, the very first event. Everyone had to have known the workings of these events for a while now. Yeah, I was. So, so for Hangman and Pac, who were one of the first amount uh, uh, matches, matches announced, yeah. for them to now be like, we can't agree on who's how so it's going to end. So apparently, they both signed contracts to AEW. They're not wrestling each other. To like, now you know, I mean, like, what do you do now? So I, before I touch too much on it, I want to see what happens Saturday because. All the other stuff, it's kind of like, okay, is this a, is this a, is this a work right. or is this real? We'll find out this weekend. But you um, like we were wrong about like Dean Ambrose. Remember, we thought that was a work. The WWE was building yeah, up to something, we were. and it turns out they just didn't want to be surprised anymore about people leaving. Yeah, so boom, you're done. Yeah, oh, peace. Later. Now he's Johnny Moxley. John Moxley was his name before he became Dean Ambrose. That's who he was on the indie scene long time ago. John Moxley. He's always only been Dean Ambrose. Nope. Nope. You only know him as Dean Ambrose because you only know WWE. He's the Dean Ambrose of my heart. Uh, so NXT this week was really great. Uh, they do some great storytelling in NXT. Uh, they really do. So they've got the War Raiders, right? Yeah. Trying to figure out our Viking Raiders Viking or whoever. Trying to figure out like how they're going to lose their belts now that they're up. So they come in to the ring last week and they say, we're going to just, we've beaten everybody. We're just going to give the titles up or whatever. And so is, is that good writing? Well, that's what they said, right? And so yeah. then, like, this tag team comes down, and they're like, "Wait a minute, no, we can beat you." And so, like, they start talking trash. Well, then they start talking trash about how many times their names has changed in the last week. And so, like, make the match, let's do it. So, all right, here's the match for the title belt. So, and, like, towards the end, there's a group, and I keep telling you about them, the Forgotten Sons. Yeah, and um, they kind of play like they've they they've had a case. They made it to, like the final four. or the finals of the the Dusty Road Classic, so they're kind of pushing them a little bit. 
So they get they feel left out for they feel forgotten, and so they just come running down and they just start laying waste to everybody, and so then like the match gets called off, another tag team comes out and they start you know trying to jump in there, and then the Viking Raiders beat everybody up, and do all their finishing moves on like everybody, and then they put the belts, they do their bow, they walk out. So everybody's like, what's happening with the title belt? So this week, uh, William Regal he's like, I figured out what we're gonna do. We're gonna take these four top tag teams that we have in our division and we're gonna put those belts high in the air, and they're going to compete for him in a ladder match uh, at the next TakeOver event. It's like, okay, that's going to be an exciting match there. Um, they had been playing this whole thing up with uh, Undisputed and Johnny Gargano. They've been doing some stuff with that. Like, just the way they the way they do the storytelling, like, it makes sense. Because, again, I think part of it is they have a smaller yeah, crowd of yeah. people, so it's, it's easier to tell longer stories. Yeah. Um, Plus, these guys are a little bit more dedicated. Yeah, they're not going anywhere, and so uh, it's 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 really fun to watch. Like if you're not watching NXT, like just give it a shot. There's gonna be some matches on there. Like okay, these guys are new; they're just trying to see how they well how they do. But like the main storylines, like the main belts and stuff, they do really good jobs of doing stuff on social media and like tying it all in. Um, but again, I think it's partly because they're a smaller entity. Yeah, and that lets them. Like I think reality of wrestling tells pretty good stories. They do, um, and I think that that's because. They, you know, there's not a lot of voices. In no, the and room. I think reality of wrestling would be, if they could get to do it a weekly Saturday show, I think their storytelling could be even better. Because right. sometimes it gets lost when you're recording for four weeks in one night. Um, but also, I went and watched the uh, 24 with uh, Becky Lynch they've been promoting. Yeah? It's really good. Is it? Like, I had no idea. Is there, she, any, is there any interesting stuff? Like, in I had no idea. She stepped out of wrestling for like seven years. Yeah. She, she went to clown college or something like that. She, she was really big, like... She started when she was like fifteen and training training under Finn Balor, her, she got her brother. Hurt. Yeah, and she traveled to Japan and then she yeah, got hurt and her mom was like, You're gonna stop this and so she's like for seven years she like was a, a personal trainer, a flight attendant, like kinda traveled the world and then was like, I wanna get back in this and so she called a guy, Johnny Saint, um, uh, who was big in England. He was helping out the performance center. She's like I want to. I want to try. He's like, "Oh yeah, I remember ye." He's like, "Come on down." And so, come on down. Just started from there, but like, just seeing it, like you see. Can her you imagine that though? Like uh, Becky Lynch was your flight attendant or something. Yeah, and you had no idea. Or like your personal trainer used to be Becky Lynch. Yeah, crazy, right? You and definitely a, feel like you didn't get your money's worth, right? Right. And there's a new. There's a new show coming out. It's called like WWE Untold. They do some series. Okay. And it's like the something about. They were going to try to resurrect WCW a second time, and it failed. Whoa. So there was a documentary on it. I was like, that's something that I'm really interested in. I was like, I'm going to go watch it, but it doesn't come out till the 26th. So I can't um, wait for that to come out. We I feel like we're, we haven't mentioned at all, and I haven't really watched it, is the um, there's a new show behind the mat or under the ring or something like that. It's like behind the scenes. Like There are tons of those shows on the network. 24, 365, no, 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 this, Beyond this the Mat. It's not, no, no, this isn't on the W. It's, it's, it's oh, on. Yeah, it's on little series. Like, yeah, they tell I, think some, I think it's on TLC or something. There's a story about Gino Hernandez, the death of Gino Hernandez right, on there. Right, right. Um, and, and, and one, one of, of them was about Jake the Snake. And, and one of them was about, um, what's that female wrestler? Like the old, old lady. Um, May Young, not May Young, the other one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I, I haven't watched any of it. It's part of the reason why I haven't touched it yet because I haven't gotten to it. But yeah, we should probably catch up on that and talk a little beyond the mat. Beyond the mat. Beyond the mat. And it, it like it just tells those realistic, yeah, situations that happened in wrestling back in the yeah, day. Yeah, back in the day, which are fun. Uh, well, that's gonna kill it here for uh, Nerd Thug Wrestling. Uh, as always, the most electrifying man in counter radio, the Captain Joey Savage with Corey DLG. 
You're supposed to say same Nerd Duck time, same Nerd Duck channel. Well, you just said it. Yeah, but you're supposed to. So right here? And we're out. <laughs>